and welcome to another episode of In My Sweats with your host, Jay Menz. This is a place where you can learn and laugh with your girlfriends. Welcome to a very special episode with this HarperCollins published author. She is a mom of three and a non-toxic divorce attorney. And I'd like Miss Gabrielle Hartley to tell everybody, you guys, a bit about herself from her own perspective. So Gabrielle, do the introductions. Hi, thank you so much, Jay. Um, So um, I've been a divorce attorney and mediator for more than 20 years, and I sort of fell into um, that role as um, when I grew up, my parents were divorced when I was nine and my brother was six, and they had a really lovely, not easy, but a very workable, peaceful divorce, and um, their divorce sort of um, was a lot about what my childhood was sort of consumed with their divorce a bit. And when I became a lawyer, I said, I'm never going to go into divorce. And then I had this incredible opportunity to work for a judge in New York city where I um, was working in a divorce court and I had to take the opportunity because it was just so interesting. And what wound up happening was that I saw that people really became so toxic and so contentious in their divorces. And it really made me look back at how I grew up. And I realized that my parents had given me such a gift. And, um, and I wrote Better Apart with the hope that I could share with the world what my parents modeled for me. Wow. And so, yeah. So when you went to law school, did you know that that was exactly what you wanted to get your degree in? Like, did you have that focus pretty early on? Family law? Mm-hmm. No, you know, I, I, I actually, um, believe it or not, um, I was so tired of hearing about divorce when I was a kid that I took family law pass fail. You can take one class pass fail in your entire law school um, where I studied and, um, and Actually, the teacher afterwards approached me because I did really well in it. And she said, why did you take a fast fail? I said, because this is like the last thing I want to do. But of course, the last mm-hmm. thing you want to do, there's always a reason. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, um, I loved it. I was so drawn to the material. I had a lot of thoughts when I lo- listened to um, my classmates. And then when I worked for the, the court, um, and actually for a year and a half, it was only one judge in and me, maybe it was just a year, in the entire borough of Staten Island. I don't know if you know New York City, oh but gosh. you know, it's one of the five boroughs. And so um yeah, it was trial by fire, but it was super fun. Um and people often ask me if my job is so depressing. And it's actually quite the contrary. I find it really um invigorating and empowering because I'm helping so many people move from a bad situation and shepherding them into a better situation. Even though obviously it's not easy going through the process. It's still a beautiful unfolding. Yes. That okay, tell me, is you know, doing all these cases, is that what led you into writing a book about it because you've seen so many lives transform and you've had a part of that. So is that kind of what spurred the need to write this book to share so other people can? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. I really, uh, okay. So I I really feel like, um, you know, I don't want to say 
I have this deeper knowledge, but I do feel like I have this sort of strong wisdom around um, relationships and around keeping peace, even when it's messy, um, and an understanding that sometimes we have to take a big step back in order to move forward. Um, and when I see people one-on-one, -on -one, I hope that I imbue my practice with um, a lot of these thoughts as we work our way through these really murky, messy waters and emotional upheaval. Um, but people who come in are so filled often with shame, um, anger, with self-doubt. Even if you're the most confident, amazing, successful, you know, career person or mom or dad or whatever, still when your family falls apart, regardless if it's your quote-unquote fault or the other person's quote-unquote fault, you still um, there's a there's a really strong pull towards feeling badly about yourself, wow. and I um, I wanted to bring to more people a broader audience just the shared knowledge that you are you're in such good company, and um, by slowing down and taking space, you can really create a better future. Yeah. Would you, um, would you say that, I mean, because listening to you speak, I'm thinking you have a really calming presence. And so I feel like you're probably taking these really rattled, nervous, anxious people into like, what is my life going to be like after this divorce? And you're kind of guiding them through the experience, holding their hand and just telling them that they're going to be okay. And you're kind of taking the fear out of the experience for them. That's what I'm hoping to do. And actually, I, um, I just, um, in the last two years, I launched a business um, called Your Elegant Divorce, um, mm -hmm. which is a consulting business. And, um, and I consult with people all over the country who are going through divorce. Um, and I work with them, regardless of how ugly their actual divorce process is, so that they can feel whole and rooted and when you when you read my book better apart um you'll see that i sort of you know i get a lot into parenting and about into finances and all like the nitty-gritty of like what you need to know how do you pick a lawyer how do you know what process to do um i take i, I look at it through five essential elements which is and they're all about you so it's patience peace respect clarity and forgiveness and it's all about making yourself feel compassionate to yourself. So that might sound a little woo-woo or wonky, but it's that. really, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, that's not just, it seems like it doesn't just apply to divorce, but it applies to basically every person. That, that's exactly right. It's, it, it's not just for divorce. I mean, I am a divorce lawyer and a yeah. divorce mediator, and that is, you know, sort of the strongest thing in my wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. But um, these are essential elements that um, I've been a, a yoga and meditation practitioner for a very, very long time. And um, I really bring that, that stuff. I hope I bring it into my own life as much as I encourage other people to bring it into theirs. Yeah. Would you uh, say that everything that you wrote in the book, you know, do you practice that? Like, do you practice that compassion and that patience? And do you practice that with yourself? Like how, so, how do you, how do you be a career woman and a mother of 
three on the East Coast. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's so many different ways to answer that question. So I will say I'm naturally very compassionate and forgiving. I, I just, I don't hold on to anger. Um, patience is definitely a growth spot for me. Um, but I, you know, it, like, like everything, we are all aspiring to the, be the best us that we can be. And I recognize that everything is, um, is a process. And so parts of the process are easier for me or for you or for any of your listeners. You know, um, mm -hmm. some of us don't have self-respect. We were criticized when we were young and that's, and that's hard. Or, you know, a lot of women, we, we don't give ourselves enough self-worth um, because we are in these molds from when we were young girls. And, yeah. um, you know, even the most successful among us we're we silence ourselves and the divorce process is like you know or even any difficult life change if you lose a job you know like whatever or or you have a, a, a breakup with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a best friend or your sister you know it doesn't matter mm -hmm. feeling pain is one of the points where we're able to turn that and start making ourselves stronger from the inside out by starting to listen to that hushed little voice. Um, you know, I, I wanted to write this book really, um, or not a, a book about divorce and feeling positive, probably, you know, for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And one day I just said, I'm going to do this. And in so doing, I was listening to my inner voice. And so um, you know, I would encourage, you know, everybody to do that because it just makes you feel so good and it, and it creates so much positive energy around you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you, okay. So there's one thing I picked up when you were talking was you said we silence ourselves. I think that is one of the most mm. clear things I have ever heard that gave me goosebumps. So when you mm. say that, I, I hear that with my clients and I, I have experienced that myself. So can you kind of speak to what you mean when you say that? So we have this internal um, um, narrative, right? We all have internal narratives um, based on like who we are, like on our DNA, right? Or on our, like, right. I don't know if you believe in like, you know, your spiritual yeah. collective truth of who we are. And then, and then we have, um, you know, different levels of serotonin that make us feel happy or sad or anything in between. And then we have these learned beliefs about ourselves um, from like how we grew up, right? And so there's just so much, there's so much hushing of what we think because we don't think it's important. We don't think it's true. We're, we struggle with um, minimizing our own thoughts or catastrophizing a situation like it's, it's all everything's a balance um and especially as women and and i i really hesitate i'm the mother of three boys actually so i hesitate to just <laughs> say i hope you know just this just happens to women but i do think in our culture it it, it does happen more to women where we self-edit so much mm -hmm. that we are effectively silenced and i think we are we've seen a lot of that um you know sort of being turned on its head in yep. all that's going on in the world in the last year so you know there the shifts are happening but 
external shifts will not impact us each internally necessarily. We have to activate our energy from within ourselves wow. to start really seizing the power so that we can move forward. Ooh. Does that make sense? Oh my God. This is, wow. <laughs> I want to write... I want to write some of these quotes down because you're basically, oh, you're sweet. I mean, you're like a universal energy. I can feel it. You, you, you don't take the negative. You are a positive expeller basically because the words that you're saying is like, we can ignite this power from within and mm -hmm. we don't have to stay stuck in what's happened to us in our past, but as soon as you activate that inner power, you can start doing things that you've maybe thought of for 15 years, like writing a book. Yeah, whatever it is. I mean, take, it, might, it might not be that lofty a goal. You might just like really want to take tap dancing, but you feel stupid. Like, just <laughs> take the class. No, seriously. I mean, people have desires. I, you know, I worked with a woman who really wanted to pet animals. I said, go volunteer at Bacon, you know? And like, she felt so happy holding the puppies and the cats or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. everyone has, we all have different um, truths. And, and once we start recognizing them, um, everything just feels better. You are, okay, you just sparked this memory I had of wanting to be in a hip hop music video. <laughs> And, yeah, exactly. You know, and I'm like, maybe I just shoot it myself. And I, I mean, but it would be so funny. Um, I want, I want to hear how, you know, you, you connected to this thing where you were like, okay, I've had this book within me for the last 15 years. It's time to do it. So lead us along the process it took from having that idea to actually <laughs> like, you know, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. Well. Um... I really believe in um, setting your mind to something. I don't know if you listen to Hamilton, you know, that this guy is nonstop. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> you know, yes. we just have to. Uh, so, so I just decided um, I wanted to get a stellar agent and, you know, you have to take a lot of rejection before you um, get that person who believes in your vision and sees yeah. the vision. I, um, you know, I, my book integrates meditation and yoga. I have a contributing author um, who is a um, world-renowned yoga meditation guru, um, Elena Brower. Elena Brower. Oh, I, yeah. Yes. And so, oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, a lot of the um, top-notch agents um, did not really understand the project. But um, I found a wonderful, wonderful agent who um, has been so supportive. And, and I just, um, I kept in my mind, go big or go home. And I just put my all into it. And she put her all into it. And we, um, you know, we got the excitement from Harper Collins from it's actually Harper Wave, Karen Rinaldi, who is like, so unbelievable. Um, mm -hmm. um, she bought the project. And yeah, and ever since then, it's been um, a go. So um, it's been very exciting, um, you know, outing myself to my colleagues. Yeah. I want to hear, though, like, the exact steps you took. Like, did you, besides, like, you know, them picking up the project, how did you, because every author has a different way of 
the process. So did you like escape your house and rent a place for three weeks and wrote straight or like oh, your writing process? No. So, so to be honest, for years, I've been writing articles, but I haven't published them anywhere. I just had a lot to say. And so mm-hmm. I would, for years and years, you know, I had three babies for a long time now. They're a yeah. little bigger. Um, my, my littlest is seven. So um, mm-hmm. I, um, I would write at five in the morning. I'd write early in the morning. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a morning person. And, yeah. um, but then um, I worked for myself. I just carved out time each Mm -hmm. day um for I you know there was one summer where I really threw myself into it to get the main manuscript done but it was it it was a process there's a lot of iterations of how it happened I'd say early mornings I I work for myself um and I do have an office to escape to um so I would do that but a lot of it was just done you know in the quiet in the quiet hovel like where I could sneak away and lock the door (laughs) children you know how that goes yes (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, any of us who work for ourselves, um, who have kids, it's definitely, um, it's not easy, but it's kind of fun, you know, and and as I, um, I have more and more colleagues whose kids are going off to college. um, I try to really be present with my kids when they're there and also always be mindful of carving out space for myself, which is, you know, not easy. Yeah, that I mean, that's the number one thing you have to do because, like you said, as someone who owns your own business and as a mom of three boys, if you don't carve right. that time out for yourself, and I hear this all the time, is like I don't have time to work out, or it's like, oh actually, yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually, you do. You, you don't have do. time not to work out. Exactly because if you don't, you start feeling like shit. Then you start eating like shit, and then you're basically just pissed off. It's like you have all, and like you said earlier about this whole movement with women right now, how we've been silent and we've edited ourselves, And now we're in this big wave of standing fricking strong, but it's like, there's mm-hmm. an anger. There's a big anger that comes from being silent for so long. So if you're not getting it out physically, you sometimes I find that you can lash out at those you love or people that don't really deserve it. But exercising is one of those things that you can finally just release some of the pent up aggression. Absolutely. And I'm actually a big believer, obviously, cardiac, uh, you know, cardiovascular care is really important with exercise. But, um, you know, I have so much going on as anyone going through a separation has going on. Um, I love yoga. I don't know if you practice yoga, but um, I try to, I try to do a yoga and meditation practice five days a week when I can, which I find like unbelievably helpful. Wait, so did you just say you're going through a separation? No, 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 no. I'm not. I know it came out like that. Oh, no, I said okay. and like anyone going through a separation. No, no. Yeah. Oh God. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, oh my God, yeah. are you okay? No, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, I always say I have a very, I have a very strong, difficult marriage, right? Because yeah, um, totally. being married, I, I think being married is definitely difficult for most people. Um, and, you know, when you think about that, the um, 50% of people are still getting divorced. That's still the statistic. And yeah. you have to imagine that some big swath of people who are not getting divorced don't leave because they're either emotionally abused, physically abused, or financially unable to yeah. leave. Um, you know, the, the numbers start 
really waning in, um, in terms of like how many of the people tying the knot actually stay really as happy as they were on the date when they got married, which is unfortunate, but know. Um, you know, that's the way it is, right? What would you, so, um, what would you say to someone who maybe is financially strapped or emotionally trapped? What would you say to them? Because I, I don't know if you work with people like that, but how I do you do? Them. You so, know, I mean, best. people, so it's real, it really depends on the person. Um, you know, most people, when we explore things, most people in our country today mm -hmm. do have some avenue out. It's not always the easiest. Sometimes people have to take a roommate or move in with a family member. Yeah. Um, you know, people have to take minimum wage jobs and the minimum wage is really Still quite low in most in, in much more of the country than you would think. Yeah, um, so it's not really a living wage, which is you know yeah. unfortunate. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say no matter where you are in your life, if there's one thing that I'd like every listener to take away from them, that no matter where you are, just put one foot in front of another, mm -hmm. take small steps. If you can't capture the day, capture the moment. And find one small thing, put one foot in front of the other, and you can start taking ownership of your life. It doesn't mean you're going to have this glorious career or have a beautiful apartment to begin with. Yeah. Um, and if, if, but, but you can get some sort of job. And I just want to get back to if you're, you know, if, if people are afraid to leave, there are a lot of resources. Mm -hmm. um, I would re there are there's safe passages. Um, there are a lot of domestic abuse hotlines all over the country. I would definitely encourage people to make that phone call and reach out for help if you need help yeah. there there are a lot of resources a lot of resources that are state and county funded throughout the country mm -hmm. um, because some people are really not in a position to get therapy and do all these you know cool modalities that I talk about in the book because they're just that you have to have your fundamental needs met mm -hmm. before you can start doing all of these things that just make you feel better you need to be yes. safe Yes. Yeah, so Gabrielle, tell everyone where they can find your book, when it comes out and where they can find you. Okay. Thank you. So um, right now my book is available. It's Better Apart, The Radically Positive Way to Separate. And it's available um, on Amazon. It's available on all, all different booksellers, Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. um, and um, GabrielleHartley.com um, will be launching in the next week and you'll be able to link to it there as well. And um, if anyone is looking for consulting um, through, through your divorce, um, you can find me at YourElegantDivorce.com. Beautiful. And I'm going to put your information in the notes so they'll be able to find you if they couldn't hear or if they're like, how do you spell that? So they'll be able to awesome. have that. Yes. So Gabrielle, thank you. You're going to help. Thank you so, so much. Yes. You're going to help so much. <laughs> and, and that book is going to be so transformational. I want to pick it up just because it sounds like something that every single person should read. Oh, thank you. I hope so. I think it's going to help people. It's oh, so nice to spend time with you this morning. And it's, <laughs> it's available now, right? Correct. It's, it's on okay. pre-order right now. It's, it, it will come, um, it, it's available January 29th, but go ahead and pre-order it now and get, you know, the first printing. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. Thank you so much.
Okay, sister, we will talk soon. Absolutely. Okay, take care. Okay, bye.